Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. And we are recording, not live. Boot to the face, episode 36. It is your Money in the Bank Go Home Show featuring myself at Rucker 2020 and the Bearded Master himself at A Bearded Master. And you can find both of us on Twitter at Boot to the Face number two. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Boot to the Face. Go get yourself a shirt. It's summertime. You might be fat and out of shape and balding and have a neck beard, but you'd still look good in a booted face shirt. I can promise you that. Or if you're in really good shape, you'd look good in it too. So go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Get you a booted face shirt. That's not going to sell shit, Marty. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. That's a... Uh... All right. Uh, I've All right. So we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. To, to kick it off on a serious note, I mean, like, within the last 45 minutes, we just found out that Ashley Massaro, at the age of 39 years old, passed away some kind of way. Um, you know, anybody our age knows who she is because that was about the time that all the diva search and shit like that was going on. WWE was doing their Playboy thing, and she was in the forefront of it. Uh, she just wrestled like a couple years ago for a smaller company. Uh, any memories you got of her, Marty? Well, I mean, I got plenty of memories as she was coming her prominence when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Um, no, like I, to be honest, I don't really remember too many of her matches. I, n- I remember her having t- some reigns. Um, her look was what I always remembered. Uh, she had like that skater punk kind of look to her. Uh, I, I loved Ashley Massaro uh, when she was wrestling. She was one of my favorite divas at the time. And at the time, I don't, I don't even think she was there before the divas at Revolution happened. But I've been throwing it out there. Just she was sharing memories. She was the first Playboy I ever purchased by myself um, growing up. So oh, wow. She, uh, Y'all can see the smile on his face right she now. She definitely uh, has a part of my heart right there. Remember her vividly. Well, R.I.P. Ashley Massaro. I would give a ten bell toll, but we don't have that kind of shit here. So, so y'all need to buy a shirt so that we can uh, up yeah. our production level. Even if we insulted half of the listeners while we were, and, and those those insults were coming from Rucker, um, not Bearded Master. Just so we're clear. Yeah, so half of the money you give will go to the guy who likes you, and the other half will go to the guy that just shit all over you. Uh, we're, we're off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> speaking of getting off to a great start, come the fall. You like that transition? I love it. Come fall Catch time, it. AEW will be on TNT. Uh, they posted a GIF, Marty, and it just, I couldn't do anything but smile. And you know me. 
I'm the realist when it comes to AEW. Like, I like to look at both sides of it. But that gif with the fire in the background and the AEW logo just screamed Monday Nitro to me. And I, I was at work, and I just sat back in my chair like, I'll be damned. They got me. AEW announces that they will be on TNT this fall for who knows how long. On the heels, or shouldn't say on the heels, on the brink of double or nothing. They have a TV deal. We're going to be going head-to-head with, I wouldn't say the WWE. I would say smaller companies, but they will be on national television, Marty. Um, Big deal or not, sir? It is a humongous deal. Uh, I mean, if you listen to our show and go back to episodes for the last couple months, I've been saying the one thing that's going to get them over this hump and get people to really buy into them every time you bring up the show's not selling out or is the viewership really going to be there, I have continually said the one thing they absolutely need is a TV deal. They need to give a storyline so people can catch on, they can see them, put them in front of the you know people's eyes, people who are just searching wrestling can come across it. Um, this is humongous. Now, do I think this is going to go directly head-to-head with WWE and you know Monday Night Wars again? Absolutely not. Uh, be honest, I don't think that'll ever happen again. But what I do think it's going to do, it's going to elevate the industry itself. Um, because if it's going to give a fire under the WWE to ignite their stuff, bring it back up a little bit more, give us a better, some better production, not necessarily production, but storylines and you know the, those kind of productions, matches, matchups, because w, or AEW is going to give us something that we're not getting now. So they will they lose followers from the WWE? Absolutely, because if AEW is giving us something different, then well, why won't I do watch that if I'm getting tired of the WWE? And the way that everyone is out there, everyone's shitting on the way the WWE is, so I guarantee a lot of them are going to shuffle over to AEW. But what it's going to do is it elevates the industry itself. You know, if AEW is going to be giving a good, a good solid product, then the WWE will have to rise up or else they're not only going to lose followers, but they're going to potentially lose wrestlers if they and continue if they're not going to compete. So it's going to make them raise their game up. AEW is going to be hopefully giving us something high quality, so that's going to give us more more stuff to watch. Um, to be honest, I think this is going to be even bigger. The Monday Night Wars, so to speak, is going to end up being personally between Ring of Honor and AEW. The fact that the entire roster is, is nearly compro- composed of a, a Ring of Honor talent it's going to make Ring of Honor have to step their game up in what they're providing us. Well, you know, and the that, fact, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going. The fact that Ring of Honor is always taped outside of the pay-per-views and released months later, well, it kind of I, my biggest argument against them is the fact that you, it's never consistent enough as far as what they're providing us on a weekly basis. If we're getting live content from AEW every week, that's going to make Ring of Honor have to step up their production and either give us some more live, live feeds or better production or direction they're going so that they can maintain what they're doing. Uh, or else they're going to be, end up being the ones that fall in the fold and kind of drop, drop level to where nobody's really paying attention to them anymore. Here's where I agree and disagree with you. I don't think WWE's got anything to worry about. Ebbs and flows happen. They lose viewership they gain viewership it goes up and down yeah it's been a bigger decrease lately but everything is down lately they're still the number six rated show on cable television they're still top 10 um 
they got nothing to worry about. That ship will be righted. Who does need to worry? Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, um, anything that's under the WWE, which would be AEW and everybody else, are going to have to step their game up. Because what have I been saying since the beginning of this? You go to a ROH show that's not at MSG with New Japan or a New Japan show that's not uh, at the Cow Palace with ROH. The New Japan show right now in Dallas has plenty of tickets available and isn't really selling. The show after Double or Nothing over in Jacksonville, plenty of tickets left. So once the momentum stops, can they keep it up? That's my question because, like I've been saying, ROH and New Japan, they're not selling tickets in, in, in the States unless it's a huge co-branded show and they were doing that same attendance with cody with the bucks with omega when he was there with marty you know even though he's still technically in roh with everybody that's in the elite they were doing the same numbers these are the same people and these are the same fans so as much as everybody claims i mean shit look at the internet get on there right now and tell me how many people are pissed off about Double or nothing costing $49.99 and saying that they're not going to order it now because that's too much. Everybody wanted AEW, but now they're not willing to pay for it, which is another another domino that's going to fall is with all this wrestling, it's going to cost a lot more to be a wrestling fan. How committed are you really going to be? Are you really going to want to pay $9.99 to watch a WWE pay-per-view or $50 to watch an AEW pay-per-view per month? You tell me. I know well, you know how you uh, you know how you get around that. I'm about to have like 600 different emails, and I'm gonna be opening up new accounts every week to get a free subscription. Just joking. Well, you can't do that because you can only do one credit card, and once that credit card is used, you can't get a free WWE. Well, network. see, the thing about that is, you know, people there are people that are getting ways around it, but what is that gonna do? That's just gonna put the company, you know, eventually, eventually it's gonna make the prices start. go up. Yeah, numbers will start coming out for them, and people will be shitting on them just like they are WWE for the ratings right now. So yeah. it's going to be yeah. interesting. I'm, of course, whatever's on TV, I'll DVR and I'll watch because I love wrestling either way. But I don't know, man. I just, I hope that they don't embarrass themselves and all in and double or nothing mislead them into thinking that they can make this happen and then when push comes to shove the fans aren't there for that's my thing yeah no i get that i don't i just don't i as far as like yeah the people that are complaining about it being 60 dollars, so that's kind of crazy to me um i'm i know if whatever they put out there whatever ends up being i'm i know i'm gonna watch it just because I want to watch it. Obviously, I can't go to the show. Me renting it or paying for it on pay-per-view is less than what it would have cost me to, to fly out to get tickets. So why the hell wouldn't I get it? Um, as far as the content goes, yeah, I mean, I subscribe to, as of right now, three different organizations and and pay that monthly fee. Uh, well, actually, two of them because Ring of Honors, I do that annually, so that makes that easy. But is this going to be high quality wrestling? It's just, you know, whether you like the product itself, the wrestling we're going to get is, is great wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to do what you have to and do what you can to get the content. Well, here, here's, here's the thing though. 
if you watch Monday Night Raw and SmackDown for the last three weeks, there's been nothing but great wrestling on there. And the ratings have been the lowest they've been in 20 years. So do people... Because AEW is not going to have storylines like WWE will. They're going to have wrestling. Well, what... You got Kofi and Daniel Bryan on Monday Night Raw. Then you got him, Kofi, and Sami Zayn, and uh, who was in the triple threat match? with AJ Styles the next night on SmackDown. Great matches. Ratings are low as they can be. That's got nothing to do with story. That's got nothing to do with writing. That's got nothing to do with booking. That's just pro wrestling, and people aren't watching it. So as great as the wrestling is going to be in AEW, are people going to get tired of that? I guess only time will tell. I don't think so, but I guess I'm being a little more optimistic to what we're going to get. I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm just trying to be real. No, I know you're not. I'm just giving you my my idea, my thoughts on it, because I've been pushing for this the entire time. Right. I've been saying they need TV, so uh, I do I think they're going to give us the most amazing content ever. No, but I'm excited for it, so I'm hoping that it's something quality. And if you're, if you're new to the show... I may sound like AEW hater. I'm not. Like, I, me and my wife for our anniversary last year went to Chicago and watched All In. I went to MSG. The shit. Like, I'm down with everything that's going on outside of WWE that I like. But I'm just trying to not set expectations so high to where you end up disappointed. Let's let's be real about it. Because we're not just dependent on us. We're dependent on all wrestling fans and. As Daniel Bryan would say to him, some bitches are fickle. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as I scroll through my notes here before we get to our money in the bank predictions, I guess we kind of answered that. I was going to ask, should WWE be worried or should other companies be worried? If you were WWE, would you be worried or would you be more worried if you were Impact ROH in New Japan? Okay, so two two answers. If I was a WWE, I would be worried not uh, not for ratings or viewership, but for talent. Um, just because it, you know, if AEW is going to provide a different kind of content that that superstars will be able to have, or wrestlers at that point will be able to have more freedom and able to do different opportunities, you know, that may affect who they have or who they keep with their roster. If people are willing to leave for a little bit less money, but for more creativity. They might do that. So as far as like where they should be concerned, that's it. Um, as far as like just content in general going head to head, everyone. I would not not not. I don't think New Japan, but Impact and Ring of Honor, absolutely. For the fact that Ring of Honor doesn't do live TV, and the fact that Impact is kind of half and half what they do, uh, but their weekly episodic show is going to be more of a direct impact to what's going on. With Ring or AEW, and so I think that those one, those two are going to have more to worry about. New Japan because it's a completely different product. It really is. Even though they air it here, it's it's delayed. So unless you're watching it live, you know it's you're not going. You're if you're watching it on TV. You're watching delayed anyways. But it's a different kind of wrestling style. There's no storylines really there. Um, and you watch you watch you watch New Japan for the wrestling. So I don't think they have anything to worry about. Um, as far as the pay-per-view goes, uh, it will be on, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be on classic pay-per-view for double or nothing. And it'll be on Bleacher Report Live. Uh, Bleacher Report Live 
is where the, the Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson clusterfuck happened uh, last year. I don't know if you know anything about that, Marty. I do. They they were playing for what like six million dollars, and everybody that paid for it couldn't get it, and ended up getting it for free. Um, I asked the question, and I quickly got the answer. Why would they leave fight and go to Bleacher Report? Well, apparently Time Warner owns Bleacher Report now. So, hopefully they have that worked out. Um, how are you going to watch? Are you going to watch regular pay-per-view, or are you going to watch Bleacher Report? Um, I, to be honest, I don't know yet. I haven't even looked into that far. I just know that I'm going to get it however I can. Um, I'll probably end up going with Bleacher Report if it's available that way and watching on the app. Uh, just because I know like that day, obviously it's going to be, it's a holiday weekend. So I know I'm working extra crazy hours that weekend. So it's going to be, have to be kind of watch it in my own time kind of thing and going back and forth probably throughout the night, or maybe it might, to be honest, unfortunately it might take me the whole weekend to watch it just because of the way my, my work schedule is that weekend. Um, so whatever's going to make it easiest for me to do it that way is what I'm probably going to end up doing. I tell you what, I do like the new, way we're doing stuff now with streaming stuff where you can watch it anywhere anytime you want to i mean obviously it's been around for a couple of years but it's so fucking convenient now so there's really no excuse not to watch something that you like um so that's about all i got on aew and things outside of wwe this is a money in the bank prediction show where your boys a bearded master and chris rucker Boot to the face, your WWE reigning WrestleMania prediction champions. Oh! Let's <laughs> going one-on-one with our mother Canuckin' friends above the border at Talkamania, Dez and J-Bomb. And before we talk shit about them, two of the coolest fucking people you will meet. But this weekend, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen, right? I mean, they're going to be talking. Um, they, well, they're doing it on Sunday. So, J-Bomb's going to give his opinions, and Dez is going to make the picks. You know that's what's going to happen, right? I mean, well, I don't know, because J-Bomb will be in Florida, and he'll be drunk. So, he might just <laughs> he might just do what I kind of do when I'm drunk, and it's just convince everybody that I have the best fucking idea ever. And he's going to pick Dana Brooke to win the fucking women's money in the bank. I hope he does pick Dana Brooke to win the money in the bank. <laughs> but, yeah, we will be J-Bomb, going... if you talk Des into picking Dana Brooke to win the women's money in the bank, I will buy you around. Just say I will Venmo you that shit. I don't even care. If you convince well, him, because I know, guarantee you, Dana Brooke will not win. But if you convince him to win it or pick her, yeah. hey, bro, I got you covered. I'll definitely buy you a shot of whiskey in Tampa, Florida next year. So, like I said, we're going up against Talkamania. Uh, I think we told you last time. Go follow them on Twitter, and you'll find out how to do all their stuff on their website, underscore Talkamania. They got a pick sheet on their website that they're on. They'll be doing a live pre-show, which we will be calling into. Further details coming to make our predictions versus theirs. It should be a lot of fun, man. I like dealing with those guys. Like I said, two good dudes, so it'll be fun. And we are going to start our predictions right now, and here's how it's going to pick. Marty's going to read them off to you. 
we will then discuss what we think is going to happen. And as a cohesive, unified unit, Boot to the Face will make their picks that we will take in the Sunday against Talkamania. Marty, are you ready? Let's get it on. I said, are. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing <laughs> do it. Triple don't, don't. You better do that now because now I want to do it now. You gotta say it. I'm don't, not don't. Doing. You know, you I'm started not. that shit. You better, you better finish that shit out. That's like, you know, you know what? You have to now because last week I fucking finished with a woo. Do it. Hey, do it. Do it. Do it. Just because you you admitted that you're a closet Ric Flair fan. Oh. There ain't nothing not in me that likes Triple H. Speak, get well, Ric Flair. Even though the internet's saying you're dead. And it's just a Ric Flair went in for a physical and TMZ reported that he had fucking emergency medical emergency or whatever. And, the, so. and he wasn't going to pull through and shit. And then, you know, <laughs> Conrad's country ass is like, man, he went in for a physical. Chill out. <laughs> well, it's like he went in for something we already knew he was planning on doing. Yeah. He's doing it for you. He's going to do it now or do it after Vegas. And he's like, I'm going to do it now so I'm good for Vegas. Well, it makes fucking sense to me. So here we go. Money in the bank, sir. You can go ahead and start and we will discuss. Okay, let's uh let's start with the pre-show. We got we got two matches on the pre-show this this event. Uh the first one, uh well, it's the perennial pre-show match, and this is gonna be the Cruiserweight Championship. We got Tony ne- Tony Nice versus Davari. Um Cruiserweight title. Make this real quick. Who you got? Tony Nice. Wow, really? Just like that? Yeah. Well, fortunately for you, I too have Tony Nice because he just won it and he's going to retain. Uh, so I'm guessing that that's going to make it even across the board. Team boot to the face, Tony Nice. Correct? Sounds good to me. All right, next up. This is a match I don't think should be on a pre-card. should be on the main event uh, or main main card. Got the tag team champions, SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship. Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan versus I'm not two, this one. versus two thirds of the bloodline. I refuse so, to pick this one. I'm so because happy. I know who's gonna win, but I'm not picking it. I'm well, gonna... here's what sucks is the fact that we both know who's gonna win, and we both know who we want to win. And they're the same picks, and that's what makes this suck. So I'm just gonna say as much as we both want the Usos to win these belts, we're going to go the smart pick this round, and we're going to pick Brian and Rowan. Don't they have a name? Aren't they like the Eco Warriors or something like that? I mean, everybody's the Warriors now, so I wouldn't put that past WWE. <laughs> not the War Raiders. Oh, that's right. They're not. We're, what are they? Yeah, aren't, they're the what Viking are Warriors. Aren't they the Viking, are they the oh, Viking, Viking Raiders? Raiders. Viking, Viking Raiders. Ra- I thought they were like the raiding warriors that Viking or the the raiding Vikings that war, the the warrior Vikings that raid war. I'm just waiting for them to come back as like the Viking conquistadors of Norway or something like that. I don't know. Um, but we got the Kabuki warriors, so there's at least a warrior somewhere around. Um, Look, people are so up in arms about names and stuff. Like I said, like I said on Twitter, you don't know frustration until you're watching a world title match and a fucking referee turns heel for no reason. Nick Patrick, you son of a bitch. Um, I, I don't even know. Fuck Nick Patrick. 
<laughs> just just off real quick. How uh, how excited were you about the Bloodline being together on Tuesday night? I loved it up until I saw Shane McMahon dominating the fucking match in the street fight. Like Shane McMahon's forty nine years old. He's not a wrestler, and yet every time you turn around, he's getting the upper hand on everybody. Like just fucking go back to walking down the fucking golf course with Roy McElroy. Like <laughs> I'm tired of you, Shane. I used, Shane used to be my favorite McMahon, but in the last two years, he's on top of my shit list now. <laughs> Uh, you miss Linda? Sick you want Linda to come back? You want Linda to come back? No. I want, my I favorite want McMahon was Eugene. Thank you. <laughs> Eugene was my favorite McMahon. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and go and get uh, uh, just regular title, non-title matches out of the way. We have, speaking of Shane McMahon, we have Shane O'Mac versus The Miz in a steel cage match. Who do you have? I want to pick the Miz just because I want to see him kick Shane's ass. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Miz. I ain't going to think too hard about it. Good. I'm not going to think about it twice at all. It's I have the Miz down. Simple as well, that. Now, you remember during WrestleMania that you acted the same way, and I talked you into picking Shane, and that's what won us the damn match. That's what yeah. won us the prediction show. I just don't see them making him lose two matches in a row. It makes no sense. Shane's the greatest in the world. Yeah, well, the the Shane's gonna try to make a jump, go coast to coast from the top of the cell to the bottom turnbuckle, and he's gonna break his neck or something, and it's gonna allow the Miz to walk out of the arena. I mean, I, I don't like the guy. I don't hope he breaks his neck, Marty. Jesus. I don't mean I don't want him to break his neck either. I'm just saying when you're jumping from that far up into a corner, you have the risk of injury. I'm not really mean he's gonna break his neck. I'm saying he's gonna come off and. Miz is going to move, and Shane's going to coast-to-coast himself. All right, so we're picking the Miz? Yes, sir. So, next non-title match, Roman Reigns versus the Balladeer himself, Elias. Because we all know that when it comes to walking with Elias, Rucker is the front of the line. So okay, I know this me, is a tough match for you. Let me tell you're you a Roman this Reigns guy. You're a Roman Reigns guy, yet you're an Elias follower. This is probably going to be tougher than the Usos and Daniel Bryan. I'm really going to need you to pump the brakes with that fucking blasphemy saying that I'm an Elias follower. I can't stand the guy. Elias sucks. I don't like anything about him. Uh, but sadly, I think he's going to win. Through Elias? Some kind of- yeah, through some kind of nefarious means, I think Elias is going to win. Roman's about to take his first loss since coming back from leukemia. Uh, just an aside, WWE, if anybody's listening to this that works for them, you really need to do something with Roman Reigns because as the biggest Roman Reigns fan you know, I'm getting sick of him. I'm getting sick of him. You had the perfect opportunity to change this man's everything when he came back from leukemia. And it's the same old shit. Too cool for school. That's what I'm going to start calling Roman. Too cool for school, Roman. Make a t-shirt. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I actually have Elias down winning this match also. Um, just because I think they, whether Shane gets involved or somebody else gets involved, um, Elias, I feel, is going to get the win here. 
Why do people like Elias? I don't know. I find him entertaining, personally. He can't wrestle. I don't see why he does it. I, I think he wrestles perfectly fine. He sucks in the ring. You're also a Baron it? Corbin fan, so your opinion is Who is, is it? Is, is it Bruce Pritchard that says he everything about him is great, and then the bell rings? That's how I feel about Elias. And yeah. not to mention, he's like the king of cheap heat. I mean, I'm not a wrestler. Nobody knows me. I can walk into any city in the world, talk shit about their football or basketball team, and they boo me. Like, that's the easiest thing in the world. Um, you're a Baron Corbin fan, so your opinion on, on Elias is kind of irrelevant. I'm sorry. Baron Corbin, way up here. Elias, way down Oh, here. you better close that distance and drop Baron Corbin down further. What has Elias won, ever? Okay. I mean, fair yeah. enough. He, they wait. don't give him the pussy to get everybody else, but... Elias does entertaining matches and feuds. Push his ass right down to AEW. <laughs> and he'll be a champion there. I'm not going to have this argument with you. Anyway, so Elias crossed the board. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? You know, no, I'm not picking Elias. You pick you're picking him. Roman? I, you're picking Roman? You said you Elias is going to win. You make so. the pick for us. I'm not picking him. Are you picking Roman for yourself? Yes. I'm going to come back to this one. Not That's just yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. Matter uh, fact, we're picking Roman. All right. Fuck him. Done. Done. <laughs> um, <laughs> United States Championship. Only mid-card title we're going to get because they threw the other one into a ladder match. Um, Joe versus Mysterio seven times. Um, I really... This this feud is as stale as shit. I don't care what anyone says. It, it does nothing for me. Pro, uh, well, promo wise, storyline wise, match wise, it's really irritating, and bothering me. The fact that he got his kid involved annoys me because I every time I see Dominic, I want to punch him in the face myself. Um, yeah, it's I. They're gonna lo- Mysterio's gonna lose this match, and it's gonna be because of Dominic. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. I was just looking at something you sent. I think Rey Mysterio is going to win. Joe can't just keep, like, dominating him, can he? He can, if his son gets involved and screws it over. Ooh. So, I was about to say, Joe can't lose another feud. So Mysterio needs to lose, but I picked Mysterio to win, which reminded me, speaking of the king of losing feuds, I have to admit I was wrong. Breaking news. I said the Firefly Funhouse was going to suck. I was so against it. That first week it came out, I shit all over it. And I just want to the wrestling world, I apologize, because this week, that shit was dope. I told you, man. Give it time. It's gonna fall. It's just gonna, it's gonna hit. And I don't know I'm a where it's it. going now, but man, I like, we have we've been seeing this for like two months now. We've been getting promos from him for a month, and we're probably still a month away from his first like interaction in the ring. 
but I am loving it. And hit the turn this week. So it's it's you know we got the we got Balor and we got Demon Balor, you know, and what we got with the firehouse or firefly funhouse, whatever it is, it's it's the same thing. You got smiles and you got you know, the mask. Um but I think they're gonna go a totally different direction. They're gonna go to a direct like a a direction that that we haven't seen in a while. And I think eventually we could end up seeing like Demon Balor versus Demon Wyatt. And that I think is gonna be that'd be fantastic. All I know is I was not feeling the first like two or three of them. I was just like, this is so stupid. And what got me was before he put the mask on, he was saying something like, you know, I still have a little evil inside. You want me to show you? You trust me, don't you? And the camera zoomed in on him. And I thought to myself, don't trust that motherfucker. That's when I knew they had me. And then when the music started changing and he put the mask on, I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I apologize, Bray. You the man. Both of y'all, the evil and the good Bray. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I think Mysterio's gonna win. Awesome. Um, so I got Joe winning. Um, I'll let you pick the, the deciding factor on this one. <sighs> Mysterio. All right. Next, we're gonna go ahead and jump to. Money in the Bank matches. We have the Women's Money in the Bank match, which is consisting of Natalia, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Nikki Cross, Ember Moon, Mandy Rose, and Bailey. And yes, I said Nikki Cross. Would you like as to play today, with Nikki? As of today, Alexa Bliss is no longer medically cleared to wrestle in this match. So she has been substituted, which I'm guessing they've known this for a while now, which is why we've been getting the way the promos that she's been given and the reason why they brought Nikki in in case this week. And we they, they broke glass and, and pulled Nikki Cross in, um, which is interesting, which is fantastic. Personally, if you had put her in the match from the beginning, I would have considered her a viable option to win this match. Her being inserted last second... I don't see her as a as I see her as a throwaway fill in right there, uh, just because she doesn't give us like if you go back three months ago, she doesn't give us like Kofi Kingston being thrown into the match last second to fill in. You well, know? Wait, wait, before you before you say that, does that mean you don't think Sami Zayn has a chance of winning? Um, no, I do think Sami Zayn has a chance of winning. Well, you just contradicted yourself. No, because I believe Sami Zayn was part of the storyline to be there, just like Andrade was part of a storyline to be there. Well, Nikki's been part of a storyline. Have you not seen her on social media? Yeah, like but... The last yeah, three or but, four weeks? But Nikki... How she's been... She's been posting... Like, she used to be crazy. And she's been posting all these, like, little wannabe model pictures of herself. And then she shows up on TV and she's normal. Like, that's yeah, good... But, that's good three-dimensional storytelling. Okay. Makes sense. Got it. But Nikki is also being shown as the feeling for Alexa Bliss and the backup in case Alexa Bliss can't go. And it comes off that way. Sammy she Zane, won the match on Monday. Okay. And that's what I, they, they were giving her a source to be in there because Alexa Bliss may not be able to go. 
Okay. It was an, it was a secondary storyline, so that they had to substitute her in. They had a reason why she was the the, the case. Or the My option. argument, I guess, isn't so much that she can't win. My argument is more, I mean, why can't she? Look at the people that are in the match. There's no Sasha. There's no Becky. There's no Charlotte. There's Bailey. Who's there's, my pick to win? There's uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy who can Rose easily win? Who can She's easily not. win this and be the chosen one? Mandy's not gonna win. She's not. And it's gonna be because of Sonya, and that sucks. Um. Anyway, so you said who's gonna be your pick to win? Carmella. Bailey. 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 So. I initially Bailey thought Bailey. Oh yeah. I initially thought that Bailey would be the one to win this match. Also, however, they, they've been making her out to be the one who's makes the logical source. Um, however, I think this is an opportunity to get somebody else up and over. Excuse me. And I'm going with Ember Moon for the win on this one. The money in the bank has to be won by heel, I think. It just doesn't work when the face wins it because the face always says Bailey's not a heel. Yet. Uh, She's not starting out at Money in the Bank, but she will be by the end of Money in the Bank. Interesting. Aha. Interesting. Um I and I know I agree with what you're saying. Because my pick for men's is along the same content of what you just said. So I get till we get that. Um, I don't know. I think that out of all these, I think Ember, who hasn't really been anywhere, this is an opportunity to, to elevate her to another level. A level that I believe she should be on. Um, and I'm not really an Ember Moon fan, but I think that she, out of this match, she benefits the most from having this. I think Dana Brooke would benefit the most. Uh, I, I I can see that, but at the same point, I just don't see Dana Brooke being a legitimate main Carter, so to speak. I got Bailey so, winning. I got Amber Moon. Um, Paper, rock, scissors. No, I'll go Bailey for the team, just because Bailey was my pick originally before coming into tonight. So I, I have no problem picking Bailey because I can e- easily see her being the winner. We're done. So as boot to the face, we got Bailey as the winner. Yes, sir. That we do. Um, so moving on to the next Money in the Bank match, we have the men's match, which is consistent of Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, your boy Baron Corbin, BC. Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and the man himself, Randy Orton. Um, I'll let you start this one. Where are your thoughts on this match? Well, for those of you who don't know, I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. I will be heading back to Kansas City. All I'm saying is good things come out of Kansas City. And that's where the lone wolf was born, Baron Corbin. So that's who I'm picking. How did I, I fucking knew you were going to pick him. And I even called it out like 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah, I don't have Corbin winning. Uh, I do believe a heel should win this. Uh, didn't Corbin, Corbin won it two years ago, right? Can I explain to you why Corbin's going to win? Please do. They laid it out for you on Monday night. Okay. Corbin and McIntyre interfered with Braun. McIntyre's been talking shit to Braun for about a year now. 
and him and Braun haven't really squared up yet, Braun's going to come out, try to take it to McIntyre and Corbin. Corbin's going to outsmart both of them and win the match. For a year now? They were, they were like part of the same team a year ago. They didn't start their, our feud until like September. Well, I muted it. I was talking to Leanne. Oh, my bad. Down here causing ruckus during the middle here, of the podcast recording. Here I thought we were oh, doing a show. And... Ruckus. You know people can hear you. I know you're an old ass man. It's fine. We're gonna hey, have a, we're gonna have an intergender wrestling match later. I'm going over. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could probably get paid big bucks for that, you know? <laughs> yeah, from that link I saw. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook today, <laughs> Pornhub's paying good money and shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyhow, so uh, back to wrestling. So Strowman uh, and and McIntyre are gonna be beating the shit out of each other, and Corbin's gonna steal the win, and they're both gonna be pissed at him. It's gonna be a heel that wins this. It's not gonna be Corbin. It's not gonna be McIntyre. It's not even gonna be Sami Zayn. It's going to be Andrade. And Andrade's going to win this belt. And I believe he's going to be the one that eventually cashes in to carry a championship. I'm not mad at that. I don't agree with it, but I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't mind. Well, you don't have to agree with it. You just have to accept it. That's kind of rude. I'm sorry. It happens from time to time. It happens from time to time. Just saying. Um, so as a team, we're going to have to come together and pick somebody, and I'm not picking Andrade, and you're not picking Corbin. So a wild card? A third so we're just going to do a throwaway pick and pick, like, <laughs> fucking Randy Orton? <laughs> <laughs> pick Sami Zayn so that all three of them are all covered across the board? Because you know those mother Canuckers are picking Sami Zayn. I know so they are. Just tie with them. I feel like they are picking Sami. I feel like Sammy's going to win. He has a damn good chance and opportunity to win. We're, I picked Bailey on the last one. To, I, I, I said, you know, I came to make the decision on the Bailey. So I'm going to let you come to make the decision on the on the men's title, on men's belt, or uh, briefcase. Baron Corbin. Oh, you bastard. Of course you did. Um, we're going to split these two up. We're going to go ahead and start with the Raw Women's Smack or Raw Women's Tag. Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. Before and we pick the fir- Let me ask. You think they would open the show with Becky and Lacey, have Becky win a hard fought match, and as she's like sitting there trying to celebrate, like on her ass, like, man, that was a tougher match than I thought. Charlotte's music gonna hit and then she'll have to defend the title right after that. You think she's going to have to go back-to-back? Back? No, because I think that they're going to... Because Becky's going to have two title matches, I think the, the second match will be post-Money in the Bank. And I'm, then... You're right. And, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, after the... I, I shouldn't have said opening up. I should have said after the Money in the... The Women's Money in the Bank opening the show and then have the title matches 
back to back, and she gets cashed in on during the SmackDown title match after she wins. No, so I think I think Becky and Lacey is actually going to start the show. I think that'll be the first match of the card, and then you go women's mounting the bank, and then you have Charlotte and Becky after that. And I think that I think the music hits, and then the money in the bank comes out during that match. But I don't think we get a cash in. Um, just because we got a cash in same night last year, I don't think we get the same night again this year. Also, question I'm sure you don't have an answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, if Bailey wins, she's on SmackDown. Can she cash in and take the Raw title? I don't see why she couldn't. Or do you have because the same person has both belts? So do you have to cash in for your show's title, or can you just cash in and take a title? Because we got wild card rules. Wild card rules. Yeah, I know. I think that be, it doesn't matter. I think whoever wins it will be able to pick which title they go for. Even with even on, I personally think that even with the men's money in the bank, whoever wins the belt or the briefcase. Might be able to cash in either way. All right, that was just my random question. You can go ahead back to your match placement. Um, yeah, I was just saying that I don't think that they're going to get a cash in that night. I mean, it makes sense. they could. However, I do believe that this women's cash in is going to be a failed cash in since the last two uh, were successful cash ins. I think this will finally get a a unsuccessful one. Um, but no, I think on this one, we'll start off, we're going to go to the match. Becky versus Lacey for the women's Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I got Becky winning the match. Agreed. Cool. And now we'll jump into the Universal Championship, which we got Seth freaking Rollins versus the phenomenal AJ Styles. And I'm going to tell you right now, personally, I think this is going to be the match of the card. I don't. Um, I'm very disappointed in the universal title reign of one Seth Rollins. It's been so hyped up. Everybody's looked forward to it. They wanted him over Roman to slay the beast. He did. And now it's just like Kofi's been on his show twice and has outshined him as the champion of champions. Two times, the day after WrestleMania and the week before last when he came and defended his title against Brian. Seth hasn't even defended his title. Kofi did it two nights in a row. I, I, I take that back. Seth and Kofi both defended him against one another the night after WrestleMania. I don't know. It just seems like Kofi's been a fighting champion and Seth says he's going to be. And he's too busy making kissy faces on Instagram with Becky Lynch. But I'm picking Seth Rollins to win in a really good match. It's that that hype video they had on Monday Night Raw was really good. WWE's really good at shit like that when they want to be. They even got me interested in Becky versus Charlotte for the 71st time this year. Well, at least they got somebody in, you know excited about that. Did you watch uh, the video? The video was good. I watched part of it and then I fast forwarded it because I wanted to watch more wrestling. Um. Seth versus AJ, I think it's going to be a great match, um, despite them the slow build or the lack of build or, or with a story between the, the Universal Championship itself. Um, I think it's going to be a great match. Seth Rollins, 
retains wins and retains. Uh, so we're going to make that one an even straight across Seth Rollins. Which brings us... Do you, I'll give you a pick. You want to do women's or you want to do WWE? Let's do Kofi last. All right. All right. Perfect. Because that's what I was expecting. So Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Women's Championship, coming off of her father being in the hospital. Rick Flair going to be there ringside post-surgery. Um, who you got winning this match, man? So is there any truth to the rumor that Ric Flair had to go get your boot removed from his ass? <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say nothing. I was kind of leaving that out of the tabloids, but uh, why you got to throw me on the bus like that? I was just asking. I just heard the rumor, sir. I was asking if it was true or not. You just confirmed it. Therefore, you threw yourself under the bus. <laughs> you could have easily denied that. Um, oh, I thought I thought I didn't know that was on the record. My bad. I yeah. thought we weren't recording for a moment. Oh no, I recorded that one loud and clear. That will be, <laughs> you know, those little uh, cut ups I do sometimes. Will be a picture of you and Ric Flair right next to one another, with you talking shit about him the day the man went to the hospital. Talk about Shame. cheap heat. Talk about cheap heat. Boom. Shame. Anyways, <laughs> Charlotte Becky. Match 8,000, SmackDown Women's Championship. Who you got? We know how I do this when they wrestle each other. I'm not going to do it this time, so I'm just going to allow you to make the pick for both of us. I got Becky Lynch retaining, winning and retaining, because I feel Becky Lynch is going to win both titles, and it's going to make her look stronger than ever, and... Yeah, simple as that. Perfect. So we're going to take Becky. Now, individually, are you taking Becky individually? Are you picking Charlotte? You're Uh, fucking picking Charlotte. Wow. I'm not picking. Oh, so it's a zero. Okay, got it. It's going to be a draw. I'm picking a double count out. Great. So that we can see Becky, Charlotte, five million. That makes sense. You're very uh, negative tonight, sir. Figured so, you'd be in a much better mood after your announcement. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite thing when I say something. You just like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the, uh, yeah. So I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> WWE (laughs) World Heavyweight Championship Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens this is going to be another fantastic match match of the night Uh, see I don't think it's going to be but I think it's going to be close I'm just going to get into it Kofi's going to win it and retain it Kofi baby Kofi Mania is still running wild brother Boom, Kofi in the bank Get that shit rolling. Get that hashtag going. Exactly. Um, So, Kofi across the board. Boom. So, as far as the team, we got Becky Lynch retaining and winning both titles. We have Seth Rollins winning his match. We have Corbin with the win for the briefcase. Bailey winning the briefcase. Roman Reigns beating Elias. Uh, The Miz getting it over on Shane. Mysterio winning the belt. Tony Nese winning and retaining. 
Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan winning and retaining, and Kofi Kingston winning and retaining to leave and close out Money in the Bank as you're reigning. Well, actually, do you think that they close out with Kofi versus KO, or do you think they close out with the Money in the Bank? Kofi and KO. I thought so. Yeah. Kofi's the main event, man. Give the man his due. He's the main event. I'm not saying. I'm just saying because you have Money in the Bank and it's a briefcase match, just like the Royal Rumble. You end with the Royal Rumble. That's the only reason I ask. So. Right, but it makes it more intriguing if the Money in the Bank winners are decided before the title matches. That way, I agree. Yeah. I just hope that we don't get a oh the women tease and then here comes the championship match and here gets a men's tease like. If you're going to tease both of them, I don't know. I know it's like easy to just like itself, but I find that lazy writing also. True. True that. So that they is better our knock card. It part because six days after this show is AEW double or nothing. And you know, them some bitches are swinging for the fences. So WWE, sure serve. Damn right. That's our card. And that's our show. Um, Marty, it's been a good one. I won't keep you too long. I know you're a busy man. I got to get to sleep. Uh, this hey, is uh, episode, safe what, travels this week, man. I appreciate it. I'm doing a lot of driving the next couple of days. So, yep. Episode 36 of Boot to the Face, your Money in the Bank prediction show. Boot to the Face versus Talkamania. Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. America versus Canada. It's going on all weekend long. For Marty Vasquez, unless you got something else, sir. I mean, for Marty Vasquez, I've been Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 36, saying peace. Later. <laughs>